Welcome to Happy Hour, a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We're your hosts, Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. Derp, 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 derp. <laughs> We're real. I did say it like Even that. Even though we sound like radio hosts. Yeah. Um, and if you like the show, please rate, review and subscribe because that helps other people to find us and our invaluable advice. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And I have heard a couple of times people say that, like, they think it's good advice. I actually have screenshotted <laughs> every time. I have a folder in my phone. It's so important. That has the screenshots of emails and texts and DMs that we get that say, I followed your advice and it worked. So nice. I'm just like, yes. Yes, I'll take that. Yes, 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 yes. Penny, how that are you? That was a terrible noise. Just so everybody knows and everybody can be as angry as I am, Penny just got back from 10 days in Italy. Honestly, I feel like I have to say, I feel like I have holiday imposter syndrome. Ooh, like, I that? feel like I didn't deserve to go on a holiday. Oh, I've had that. had that. Yes. Because, like, when I booked it, I booked it with my really good friend, Jess. Shout out to Jess, who is one of the baddest bitches out there. I my lord. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so we, we talked about this months ago, like probably four months ago. Yeah. And we kind of locked it in. And then things happened and now I'm like, oh, this holiday's coming up. And I'm, you know, I, I have shit to do. I, I mean, she had shit to do as well, obviously. Of but course, yeah. Yeah, I felt guilty about it. But oh. once I was there, I was like, wee! Yeah, you have to have I some just point forgot just about say, reality. You got to say, fuck it. You yeah. know? Yeah. I'm, I'm going in. That's the thing is like, I also have felt that before. And and it's, I try to just block it out of my brain mm. because it's it's really silly. But also, I mean, it was good to get the last days of summer. And now I'm just oh, really yeah. committed to not going on holidays again for quite some time. Right. I really want to knuckle down. You ready and for do winter? Some freaking work. Wow. Don't you miss work Watch out. sometimes? I mean, yeah, I I missed it. I miss it when I'm away for it for like, mm. yeah, longer than, like, I think 10 days is when you start to feel that like kind of itch where mm. you're, because then you also have enough time to like, you have some ideas and things yeah. start to come up and then you're like, ooh, I've got it. I want to do this uh, and that. And yeah, totally. I get that. And lying on the beach, which sounds like a, I'm name dropping, sounds like a humble brag. <laughs> I was just lying on the beach. Lying on the but, beach. Um, I, you know, I just thought a lot. <laughs> I, I like really, really reflected. Yeah. I love mm. a lie on the beach. I really, yeah. honestly, I'm actually pretty good at relaxing. Like I'm pretty good at vacation. I'm great at relaxing at the beach because I'm, because my job there is tanning. Right. You know, I'm like 20 minutes on this side, 20 minutes on that side. Podcast, book, podcast, book, music, <sighs> thought, thinking. But you have this really nice olive skin tone that can do that, whereas yeah. me, I cannot do that. Like, I I'll slather myself how, in, no, no, SPF 50, Penny, okay? <laughs> and then I'm, like, under shade, like, I, I'm, you know, I'm not the, I don't tan, Cute. but I love laying on the beach and oh, swimming yeah. and, you oh, know. yeah. So, I just make it work, you know? Mm. Protect and yourself. I was in Italy. Yes. And even though I wasn't literally robbed... I left feeling like I'd been robbed. How How did you, how, what? You know, it's like you go to these tourist places and it's like, that oh. bottle of water right there will be 12 euros. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm like, let me pull my pants down while you're at it. Like, it was <laughs> fucked 
fucked up. Like, <laughs> can I say that on the podcast? You can say anything on you the know, podcast. It was really, I felt very exploited. But anyway. Wow. You were in some pretty touristy areas though, right? Yes. But what yes. did you think of, um, of uh, the Amalfi Coast? I loved Amalfi. I hated po- Positano. Oh, Positano is too busy. Just too, too busy, gross, touristy, bad music, etc. Yes. Loved Capri. Capri is gorgeous. <gasps> yes. Yes. Um, oh, man, that place is like a dream. It's mm, insane. Yeah. And how the hell are you? I have had some... Yeah, I, I'm really, really good. I'm feeling very inspired and motivated Yee! because... Um, ba, ba, ba. Well, it's actually really interesting. Last week, we had at work a guest. His name is Chris Doe. He's the CEO of The Future without the E. That's a YouTube channel. Um, and I mean, and a company, obviously, but they have so a YouTube channel. it's like channel. a brand design agency. Yeah, but interestingly enough, they don't do any client work anymore. You are kidding me. No. Awesome. I love the way all these agencies are like, oh, by the way, we're not dealing with clients anymore. You yeah. guys suck. Right? <laughs> no, honestly. So now, like, his mission is to, like, re- um, kind of redesign education right. online. So sure. he's they're on that kind of path. But he gave, honestly, we were with him for, like, basically three days. And the amount of things that I learned and took away and am, like, excited about, mm. it's, it's insanity. Awesome. Like, I, I actually even wrote down a few things. Let's hear him, Brit. Okay, so there were lots of, like, Q&A sessions, right? And these are just a few things that I kind of, like, really thought were kind of interesting, right? Mm. So one person asked, they were like, you know, how do you, um, how do you like, uh, like, well, pe- because Chris has is very, very into kind of social media, right? Mm-hmm. They have 560,000 subscribers <gasps> on YouTube. Really? Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, they cra- they cracked that's, the 500,000. That's pretty good 000. for like a design. It's insane. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. then the, it's a niche market. Anyway, it continue. Is. It's really crazy. Yep. Yeah. Great. Um, he has like 130 some thousand followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing a lot in terms of like brand and social media. So people were asking about that. They're like, how can I like actually like figure out what my value is that I bring mm. in, in like an online way, like a, to represent myself online. And he gave out this thing. He was like, you know what? You should do an exercise, write down the 20 things that you know and that you think would be valuable for other people to mm. know, right? Mm-hmm. And that doesn't matter at what level, right? It doesn't matter if it's like, you know, you're, you don't need to be talking to a CEO when you're, when you're, you know, doing some kind of like personal branding mm. or where you're putting out content. You just need to be talking about something that you know, that you know that other people would find interesting or valuable. Got it. Right? Okay, so if I know about something very niche... Like, yeah. if I'm uh, just a terrible example, if I know how to write a really good press release, right, and I know for sure that I write a good one because I've had a high eff- efficacy rate, right, then I should talk about that. It's an excellent example. Yeah, it's like great. perfect. And it's like it's niche, but oh my god, it's actually not that niche. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, actually, people people who have never written a press release are looking up, how the fuck do you write yeah, a press release? Yeah, Definitely. Cool. Okay. Um, he also talked about, which I found really interesting, he, we were doing some portfolio reviews. So we gave him some design portfolios, and we got him to look at them and oh, go over, like, what he thought. Who's they? Random uh, ones? Yeah, random people. We just oh, that's a- cool. well, we asked for people nice. to uh, submit their portfolios, and he reviewed three portfolios. And one thing that I found really great is he said at one point, he was like, he was like, you know what? This work looks really good. Like, this looks interesting. And this person looks like they know what they're doing. He's like, but I don't know what to hire them for. Yeah. He's like, I want to hire you, but tell me what 
I should hire you for. Yeah, and I think that's like putting putting a... Because one of the common mistakes I see in resumes is, you know, when they do their key assets or their experience or whatever, and they're just listing everything. They're like digital marketing, sales, PR, publicity, social media, da-da-da. I'm like, well, which one are you really good at? Narrow it down. But like you need to, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like be clear and be precise. And like, it's kind of like, what are you the expert in? Yeah. And tell tell What is your strength? Yeah. Great. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, exactly. What are you, what do you want to do and what are you good at, right? Mm. Um, Oh, this was something that was really cool also that he talked about. Mm. Um, He is actually, so Christo is... um, kind of an intimidate, like if you see him in videos, you're like, whoa, mm. he'd probably be kind of intimidating in real life. Like he seems, he's very serious. He's very yeah. poised. Mm. You know, he, he doesn't really joke around a lot. He's yeah. all about like really doing good work. Right. He's very camera ready. Very. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and one thing that, uh, he, he talked about is that he really, like he talked about his team and how he values who he works with. And there, you know, there's this one kind of his like right hand man, who um, he was talking about and he was like, yeah, we, you know, he, he told us this really, really nice story mm. about his team and how they like went, you know, they did a, a retreat and they, you know, really had to like work some things out. And he was just talking about like how valuable it is to actually spend time with your colleagues or your team or your manager or whatever outside of a work scenario. 100%. And I know that that's like, yeah, everybody kind of knows that, but I think people don't know why it's so important, right? Mm. Because people don't really give off, like they don't re, they're not that honest Mm. in a work environment, right? About like what's important to them, what they care about, what they, what their future looks like, what they're actually, where they're going, you know? When you get them outside of the office, people just somehow become, they just unwind and they tell you, they answer your questions honestly. Yeah. I mean like, but what's your opinion on, okay, so once you're a mom with two kids Mm -hmm. or a dad with two kids, Mm -hmm. Like there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of parents that are like, I don't want to spend any more time at the office. Yeah. You know, like this is a I think what he's saying comes from a very American perspective of like you your life is work. Yeah. If you have kids to pick up from school, where is this time coming from? To to do something outside of the office. Yeah. 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 I mean like uh, in my experience um, when I've worked with <laughs> let's be honest like Mostly mums who right. were like quite committed to being a good mum, but then occasionally a good dad. They would kind of be like, "I'm never around," but then I'll make an F- a, a special exception for like someone's farewell or something. Mm-hmm. So then they're there and they fully show up and so on. But I think um, like that that piece of advice stood out to me because I'm like. That's something you can do when you're young and you don't have any commitments. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Like yeah. a four day trip to like the mountains. It's like, if you have kids, that's not happening. No. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think it can be on different levels though, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, it can even be a lunch outside of the office. Yeah, a like lunch. Whatever. Yep, and it can even be like on work time yep. where you take the afternoon off and you, you mm. know, like you, you could do a team building thing, but it's like out of the office and on, on during work time. Oh, for well, sure. Right? Yeah, I'm all for a team building event. Yes, I know. Love a team yes, building I event. Know. Unless there's annoying activities in which I hate in which case I hate them. 
You know, when they're you, like... But you love... You hate an annoying activity, but you love a cheesy activity. Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay, good. Yes, Just I'm an anomaly. That. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the greatest... The one... The last thing I want to talk about... Please, right, yes. ...in terms of just the Christo event and what I took away from it. We were talking about... Um, someone asked about imposter syndrome. Yes. Classic, right? Yep. Everybody yep. has it. Penny even has imposter syndrome while she's on holiday. <laughs> it's insanity. Mm. Um, but what he said, which I thought was so interesting, and I actually might even do this. Don't read it in advance. Mm-hmm. Are you reading what I wrote? I, I read it. Sorry. <laughs> Penny's so reading sorry. my notes while I'm talking. I'm it's so fine. Sorry. It's really fine. I, I'll act surprised. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted to get your like immediate reaction. Wow. So, so basically, he said to the person, he was like, look, you know, I mean, the classic thing where it's like, there's always going to be somebody who knows more than you. There's always going to be someone who doesn't know as much as you. Bah, bah, bah. Like, you know, everybody feels this imposter syndrome. But then he said, I know I just like mumbled over syndrome, but you know what I mean? Everybody knew what I was going to say. We're we're all good. So then he said, he was like, I challenge you. And this was, he was saying this to like a group of like 40 people or something. He was like to write down I can't remember if he said 10 or 20 things, but mm. he was like, whatever, a large number of things uh, okay. that you have failed at. Right? right? Oh, gosh. No, yeah. Where and do then, I start? And then he said, mm. publish it publicly. Okay, cool. Okay? As a, because he was like, then it's no longer like held over you as this thing, right? Yeah, you're, you're like, owning it. Exactly. exactly. It's out in the world. You're just like, yeah, I know. I'm not yeah. good at this. I didn't do this right. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, and totally. it's like this freeing, like weight lifted scenario. And I just, when he said that, I was like, I have to do this. I mean, like, like I, I actually say to people when they're trying to hire me, I'm like, I'm a slow learner. <laughs> Penny, you're so, this is Honestly, this is really cool because I think that you are someone who's really, really good at being like, oh, I'm not good at that. I know. I mean, I'm 35 years old. Yeah. You know, I've been working for 15 years. I'm very cautious about saying those kind of things. Why? Because I'm, I don't know. Because it makes you sound old. Oh, those sort of things like <laughs> being like, I'm not good at that. Oh, right. Yeah. No, no. But I know what I'm really good at. And I know, but that's but such also, a valuable. I think also, I'm lucky because the skills that I have are actually not hard, but they're rare. Yes. So I can like negotiate. Yeah. I can do business shit, but also I'm really personable. Yeah. And that combo is very rare. True. I mean, I'm just really bigging myself up right now. But it's, but nobody. I'm like, Penny, <laughs> you fucking cool bitch. But you're also like, I remember when we worked together, you would always be like, be like, oh, Bert, can you help me with this? I just don't even know what this is. What is this thing yeah. or whatever? And like something technical or whatever. Not yeah. that I'm a crazy technical person, but it was- <laughs> Literally editing an image. Yeah. <laughs> on Instagram. But I think also it's interesting. Sorry, everyone, to digress. Let's go back to Christo because I'm much less interesting than him. I just realized I could take this on a whole tangent, <laughs> which we can we can talk about it after. Okay. Yeah, that's okay, more, cool. that's better for us. Okay. And for our audience. And for everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, so I think I'm going to do this. Great. But then I was thinking, because I was like, are what's holding me back more? The things that I've failed at or the times where, which is something somewhat similar, where people have said something that is really like a negative thing. Down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. might just publish that. Would that be too, it would be maybe that a bit bold. wild. It's bold, right? <laughs> oh my God. I want to publish, if I was you, I'd publish my boss when I forgot to convert something to a PDF saying... Uh, not my, like my, an old boss yeah. from quite a few years ago. He said, 
I thought we'd made such improvements and I was really excited about how your potential was progressing, but now I'm just so disappointed. Oh, my God. And I'm like, it's a PDF. A PDF over a PDF. Over a PDF. I mean, like, anyway. Shocking. We can't cry about things forever. (laughs) Honestly. Yeah, get over it. But I would actually challenge everybody to just think about that, like the kind of how freeing that actually might be sure. to just put it out in the world and be like, yeah, guess what? I know that I suck at this. Oh, I really want to do that. I know. That one specific thing. I'm really, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Hi, Penny and Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's a bit jeffy. Can I keep going? Or? Yes, please. Okay. I'm currently in a company where I've been for the... Okay, I'm going to rephrase that. (laughs) I'm currently working at a company that I've been at for the past four years, and I'm feeling like I need a change. I've started looking at some positions that are available, but all the jobs that get me really excited are are asking for skills and expertise that I just don't have. I keep getting really pumped about a job description and then I read that they want eight plus years of experience and I lose hope. I just really don't want to waste my time applying for positions that I have no chance of getting. So where do you draw the line? Should I apply for these jobs anywhere? And if so, how should I go about it? Thanks, Linda. Linda. Linda, honey. What's God, going on? I've got some advice for oh, you. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say, Penny. Can I just do a quick five? Please. I mean, I don't even know what the five are, but I'm going to start with one (laughs) and then ad-lib from there. We'll see if it gets to five. Okay, so I used to work for a company called General Assembly, and basically they do courses which are like you can learn UX design in 10 weeks or you can learn software development in 10 weeks to some extent, obviously. Mm -hmm. And then it was my job to get the students a job after. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically all of the job adverts out there Something that I learned very, very uh, strongly, mm-hmm. I guess, is that a job advertisement or a job description is a wish list. Mm. That is what the company would love to have on their limited budget. Eight plus years of experience doesn't exist anywhere. You don't want it anyway. Right. Like as, a, as an employer, um, any smart hiring manager is going to be hiring for potential. So think about it this way. You've got 10 candidates. There's 10 at the top end of the range where they're going to pay them $100,000 a year or Mm. euros a year. And then there's two at the bottom end who have heaps of potential. You can pay them 65 and and they can happily stay in that position for a couple of years. So never get put off by the years of experience that they list in the job description. It's total, don't worry about it. It's literally irrelevant. Just... um, Ignore that. And then the second quick five, oh boy, is um, when it comes to skills and experience, I definitely think that if you can learn something before the job interview enough to be able to talk about it, tell them you have it. That's So great. if it's like Photoshop or SEO stuff or blah, 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 learn, just learn it. Yeah. And if you think you can learn it on the job, just say yes. Yeah. But if it's something much bigger, like you need a master's university degree in business administration, don't fudge that. Right. But if it's something that you think that you can pick up really quickly and you think you have the capacity to do it, just say you've already got it. Yeah. Maybe like not that you're like 
professional in it, right? Yeah, like just say be that vague. Like, yeah. Be vague. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Okay, but I'm, I mean, I'm just concerned about the whole like lying scenario, right? I love the idea of like, if you're able to learn it kind of like before you go in the interview, watch some videos Do and be like, of research. exactly. And be like, mm. okay, is this something that I can actually learn mm. within a few weeks? If yes, then I, sure. I don't know if I would necessarily say like, oh yeah, I know. I'm proficient in Photoshop. Yeah. I'd say, I mean, I'm like also, I think there's intermediate. a really, for sure. And also um, there's a big difference between skills So skills can be things like communication, they can be um, negotiation, Mm -hmm. they can be contract writing, whatever. Tools are things like softwares, uh, softwares, software, you know, like things that you can pick up pretty quickly on the job. And often people don't care about tools. That's true, yeah. Because you can learn them really quick. Yeah. Um, Skills, you just have to figure out how you're going to articulate that you have that skill. My final of the five points, (laughs) which is point three, is um, what are your transferable skills? Like any job that I go into, I know what my transferable skills are. Mm -hmm. I've got a list of my top five key assets. Now, don't go any further than that. If you're getting into 10 and 20 key assets, you're going too far. Um, Your top five, what are you very, very good at and how can that relate to all of the jobs you've ever done? Mm -hmm. So you just need to learn to tell that story that binds all of those things together. Yeah. The end Top five, three. Love that. <laughs> top five tips from, tenny, from Penny. It's actually only three it's tips. It's actually three tips. <laughs> Love it. Great. Um, so the first thing that I thought of when I read this letter is it's so interesting because people are always really nervous about this. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't. No, I don't have that, those, that year, those years of experience. I don't have those skills. They're asking for people who have done something like this, but I've never done that. Mm. You know, all those kind of things. And it's, it's interesting because it's like if you were – like, you wouldn't be looking for a new job if you weren't looking for a challenge, right? Exactly. If you weren't looking to learn something yeah. new and to like, and employers also know that when you're taking a, usually when you take a new job, it should be a little bit above mm. what you're mm. currently doing. Because why would you take a job that's exactly the same level of, you know, mm. that you're at? It doesn't make sense. Exactly. So that's something super interesting to keep in mind that will help you maybe feel a little bit more confident going into it because I think that's a huge part of it is the confidence where you're mm. like, this is not, like, I, I don't have what they're asking for and I'm not sure if I'm able to deliver. You probably are mm. um, and you need to go in confidently. I think that, yeah, avoiding obviously lying about your experience yes, and what you're don't able to lie. do. Don't lie. I think that um, you should get your resume done professionally mm. because that will help you if you, uh, oh, that's what confidence I was going to say. Okay. I remember what I was going to say. So basically, if you're really excited about a job, that's great. That means that you've got some of the stuff that they're looking for. It means you're interested in the industry. It means you're like, yeah, I think that's like half the battle right there. 100%. Get your resume done, tell them what you're looking for, and then like angle it that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think a big part of people feeling like really, like, I mean, you, all you have to lose by applying for a job that you you know, feel like, oh, it's my maybe pushing it is the time that it takes to apply, which is not nothing. Mm. Like I know that that is obviously can be annoying if you're applying for a lot of jobs. It can yeah. take a lot of time. But this is also your career, your future. So you should de- dedicate some time mm. to it. Um, so that's really all you can lose by applying for a job that's maybe a little bit out of uh, your range. Um, another thing that I was thinking about is like when you're, I think that 
the problem is also when people see a job that they get really excited about and then they apply, they put all of this um, energy into it, which you should, but mm. then you have this, there's this sort of feeling and then what if you got the interview and then mm. you go to the point of interview and there's almost this feeling of like, okay, this is mine. If I, if only I just don't lose it. You know mm. what I mean? There's that feeling of like, you've already got it. Um, and now you're the only person that's going to fuck it up. You know mm. what I mean? And I think that's a really dangerous place to go oh, for sure. into as well. It's like, yeah. you can't lose something that you never had. A hundred percent. And like, also like, you don't know what kind of other candidates are out there. Exactly. It's not about you not being good enough. It's actually about someone else being <laughs> sounds like I'm going to say better, but what I'm trying to say is more suited to the yeah, role. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like, it can be so easy to fall into that trap of like, oh, but honestly, I think once you get into the rhythm of applying for jobs and like the rhythm of your career a bit, you'll start being more strategic and more, you'll understand where you are going to get the job. Yes. Like I've always said, Brit. What? This is kind of controversial, so I hope no one we know is listening. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. But like I have made a very good career out of targeting like small companies and inexperienced managers. Right. Like I just know that that's uh, where I can add a lot of value because I'm very scrappy, very resourceful. I know that these people need help and they need strong opinions. Yeah. Whereas I wouldn't go for jobs in corporates. Right. Because there's heaps of hierarchy. I don't get to do things like on my own sort of steam. Yeah. Um, There's layers and layers and I would break heaps of rules. Exactly. Because I'm not good with rules. So interesting. I mean, I think that um, when it comes to this kind of feeling underqualified and whatever, it's really about knowing yourself and what you are, what your potential really is. Yeah. Yeah, Believing in your own value. Exactly. And if you don't believe in your own value, write down what you want to be and go about getting there. And set some small, I'm a big fan. I was talking to actually our podcast editor, Kit, today Mm. about setting small goals, Mm. like small little attainable goals that will get you to a bigger place, like get you to the place you want to be. Yeah. I mean, like even when I came back from my last holiday, I was like, I want to be less flaky Mm. because I'm big on just saying yes and then I do that a plans. lot too. So it's just like small things, like constant improvement. Make yourself the best person you can be. Exactly. And then you won't ever have this shame of going into a job interview and feeling like you're not going to get it. Totally. You're going to ball in and be like, what's up? What's up? You want me and here's why. Yeah. Okay. I, one other thing, actually, I sorry, just remembered. Back to the point. No, but I just remembered this and I thought it was actually pretty valuable. Great. Is when you're going into a job where, or a job application or a job interview or whatever, where you're like, okay, this is a whole new industry, you know, like this company's doing something totally different than the company that I was just working at, blah, blah, blah. Great. That can also be a little bit overwhelming because you're like, I don't know all the lingo, I don't know all this stuff. But what you can do really easily is find similarities, right? Like find projects that make sense in terms of like, uh, that are comparable, Mm. right? And there's always something. So if Mm. you can figure out a way to be like, oh, I worked on this project that was, uh, you know, about, I don't even know, I should have come up with an example, but. Uh, It's it's about marketing to not-for-profits. Right. About marketing to Mm not-for-profits who have, you know, maybe a low budget, right? It's like, so I know how to like really talk about the real value in a, you know, in a product or a service. Like, do you know what I mean? There are ways to always 
pull from your experience no yes. matter where or what it is. For sure. And do you know what I said? Okay, so when I got my job at General Assembly, which I was, this okay, so this is one of my <laughs> secrets. Ooh, I a was, penny secret. <laughs> I was woefully, I was not qualified for this job at General Assembly. I had just come from a job as an office manager where I got a promotion to an executive assistant Mm -hmm. and I was so bad at being an executive assistant, I got made redundant, which was great Yeah, because I hated it. I was like, sorry, you said you want to go where, when, what? (laughs) Who is that? Like, I'm not, that's doesn't, my brain doesn't work like that. Yeah. And then I got, uh, I looked at this job at General Assembly and I was like, great. And I did four interviews. Wow. And by the end of it, this guy who, in hindsight, he was full of shit. There was no one else applying for the job. (laughs) He was like, Penny, I've got recruiters applying for this role. I've got this person. They're super qualified. What makes you different? And I was like, I mean, the fact that I am not qualified, for me, it means I have something to prove and I'll work doubly as hard. Ooh! And I got the job on the spot. Love that. He was like, done, let's do it. I love that. And meanwhile, I was like Googling how to write a nice resume. I didn't Penny, know what I was doing. That's fabulous. Well, you got a blag. You are fabulous. You're fabulous. I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> fabulous. Oh, Pen, what a lovely closet experience. It feels like such a long time, but the good thing is, everyone, Brittany and I are now in the same city for like a whole six weeks or something. Yeah. So, so we're going to be recording so many episodes. It's going to be crazy. It's I mean, it'll gonna be crazy. It'll still be once a week, probably. <laughs> we'll probably do two at a time, though, just in case. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Double up. <laughs> We're going to double so up. So send those letters in. Oh, yeah, that's what we need. We need some new letters. Oh, um, or topic suggestions. Topic suggestions, letters. Um, even ideas for episodes that you think would be fun. We're up for anything. And if you tag us, hashtag Penny and Brittany in the closet <laughs> on any social media platform, jokes, we won't find that. I would love if people I'm literally so busy, I can't. <laughs> I can't track a hashtag. I can't, I can't, okay? I don't even know what I'm going to have for dinner. That's hilarious. And I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. But before we go, I want to tell you that in the show notes, there's a few articles. Well, two actually, I shouldn't say a few. There's two articles down there that I think would be really helpful if you're in this scenario of applying for a job that you feel unqualified for. Mm. Really, really helpful. Fast Company and The Muse. Mm. Both are very good. Um, I would highly recommend them. And then we'll just see you. We'll see you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize we were doing that. I didn't know we were either. on Tuesday. Okay, I hope oh. nobody knows what that means because yeah. we are a PG rated explicit podcast. Yeah, exactly. That P- is what we are. PG rated yeah. explicit. Yeah, Penny swears sometimes. Yeah, so do I actually. Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, everybody. Love you. Bye. Bye.